0: That's BlueNile.com. Today in history, in the year 2022, I know, a new one for us. Um, Gorbachev, the well known Soviet leader, died. Uh, ripped to a king, I guess.
1: Welcome to What the Fuck History, where we discuss the wackiest and weirdest things that make us say, well, what the fuck history. I am your host, Zachary, and I am back and not well-rested after my vacation. But I did make sure to spend some time, as always, suntanning my butthole, giving me even more world-devouring energy.
0: My name is Megan, and I am your almost
2: 30-years-old sellout. And I'm Matt. Today I learned, and I may have already said this one, uh, but I stumbled across it again today, and I was like, well, maybe I haven't uh, imparted this nightmare on our listeners. Uh, in order for a clown to trademark their face paint, they need to paint it on an egg. So somewhere in okay. the world, there is a hall full of eggs with clown face
1: makeup you
0: on haven't it. said that one. you either. haven't
1: said that and that is my worst
0: oh name, man. man
2: i yeah, like that... i this was a fact that i knew and it was sort of in the back of my mind and i had thought that i forgot it and then i saw uh something about it on the internet and i was like jesus christ it's jason born <laughs> and uh so i fully this is action not, man i did not that, i did not today learn it, but, yeah yeah <laughs> I did not learn it today, but um, I did remember it today. So I guess today I remembered.
0: I just, like, are they hard-boiled eggs? I don't
2: know if they're, like, eggshells that have been drained of the egg, because there's no I'm... way that you could keep eggs that long.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, I'm just gonna say, state? like, is it just a, a gigantic hall of rotting, putrid You know clown what, eggs? and
2: I never thought that I'd say this, but I do need to look into the clown eggs now. Uh,
0: just, like, I don't know, like, what's the state of the egg? Is it, like, a plastic Easter egg? Is it a hard-boiled, soft-boiled, raw yeah. egg?
1: I can give you a fun little Today in History as well, Matt, if you'd like to know it. Because I was going to do a story on it, but it's too fucking small for a story. Oh, okay, yeah. uh... They're ceramic.
2: They're ceramic eggs.
0: Who's making oh, okay. these?
1: They're...
2: I'm Who's... so...
0: I'm angry. I'm angry at the process. Since the 1940s,
2: is... eggs have been a canvas of choice for registering performers' unique makeup designs.
0: No, that's not anyone's canvas of choice. That, <laughs> this is a kangaroo court.
2: Charlie Chaplin has a, uh... Oh, no, that's a guy that looks like Charlie Chaplin.
0: Oh, oh <laughs> plagiarism in the clown world. Imagine. Big, big clown. All right, I'd like to
2: get down. off of clowns. We as definitely do as need to get off of clowns as quickly as possible and <laughs> on to the matter at hand, which is.
0: Unless you have a clown fetish.
2: Hey, which we don't, so let's go. We don't. Um, Zach and Megan have returned from their vacation. Uh, and come to let me out of the dungeon that they left me in. Uh, we
1: left you adequate food
2: and water. Okay, yeah. All in. right, fine. Now we get to record. Our strikes have been set to zero. We played a game of rock paper scissors. The order for tonight is me, then Zach, then Megan. You guys good with that? Are we Are we cool? i uh, Gucci. Gucci. Cool. So Zach has been doing a bit on this podcast for a little bit that um is, like, Gentleman, gentleman Crimesman. Um, and don't, I've decided don't. that I'm going to start my own uh, little bit. And I've done this once oh, before okay. in the past, but now I'm, like, officially naming it. And I think it's going to be called um, Beating Around the Bush. Because oh. because as it so often happens with this podcast, uh, the story I'm about to tell really only gets exciting at, like, the last sentence um, so I'm gonna pad the runtime by telling you uh, the story of a person's life, and then I'm gonna tell you why their death was interesting. Oh, okay. okay. Is that cool? That—that's yeah, cool I with mean, me. <laughs> even if it,
0: would... it wasn't cool, I feel like you're gonna tell your story. I'm anyway. literally doing it
2: anyways. You cannot stop yeah. me. Yeah. Your opinion no, I has wasn't no bearing on, on it.
0: this situation. That's I just fine. Thought, like hey, yeah. Raj, I just...
2: I'm recording a podcast. Your input is not necessary. Um, (laughs) That's my dad, yeah. So, I do have to make sure.
0: I've never figured out your dad's name.
2: My dad's what? Your dad. You've never figured him out?
0: No, like you've never told me your father's name.
2: Oh, it's Roger. His name is Roger. Yeah. And I just call him Raj. No, or I did old man. I did gather
0: that
2: or oh, okay. that one guy in the corner that's contributing without being asked um so I have to try and fit all this into a snug 20 minutes and I will do yeah. so by telling you about the life and times of Aga Mohammed Khan have you guys heard that name before no okay
0: I haven't heard any of those names wonderful before.
2: you have heard of Mohammed for sure I've mm. heard of Khan. Yeah, Khan! Anyway. Khan! <laughs> um, so he was born in 1742 in Iran. Nothing super exciting happens to him uh, up until the age of six when he's castrated.
0: Oh. You know, oh. just the
2: usual for six-year-old just boys at the time. Um, he's castrated oh. so that he will not be a political rival for any of
1: his higher-ups. Oh well that's shitty, but continue. He
0: you, I suppose.
2: He decides not to take that sitting down and so despite the fact that he gets castrated and everyone's like, Hey, now because you have no balls you won't imagine to or you won't amount to anything, he's like, I will and they go, Do it, no balls and he's like, Okay. Do it. He ball. he ends up becoming the governor of a province of northern Iran that belonged at the time uh, to the Azerbaijani. Uh, And then a year later, he succeeded his father, who had been the chief of his tribe of people. I can't remember. I'm not going to insult any Iranian uh, listeners we might have or people of Iranian descent by trying to pronounce his tribe, so you're just going to have to look it up for yourself. Um, but he becomes, uh, he becomes the chief of this tribe at, uh, the ripe old age of, I think, 15. I could be wrong. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, I have met a few 15 year olds. Yeah, they definitely don't I deserve don't... to
2: be the leaders of tribes.
0: It's, it's not really a, a deserving yeah. thing. It's more of a, I just don't trust them.
2: Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, not only that, but, like,
1: your, your brain ain't fully formed at that my point. My
2: Chemical Romance has that perfect song that says, Teenagers scare the living shit out of me.
0: Teenagers scare
2: the living I shit out of me. You know... Uh, yeah. So, anyways, um... In <laughs> 1762, a year after he becomes uh, the chief of his tribe, he gets kidnapped and used as a poli- political hostage.
1: Naturally. This guy Na- seems to be going through the fucking yeah, ringer, but naturally. yes. Yeah,
2: his life's his life's kind of exciting.
0: Kind of. Kind
2: of. None of these are like typically noteworthy in in their own right, but um It's the usual for the times, yeah, you know. Yeah, and this is just uh don't call it crazy, it's a sign of the times. Um he gets so he becomes a political hostage for a good sixteen years and then eventually Uh-oh. He breaks out of prison, and he prison flees uh, to a location known as Astarabad. Uh, okay, I have a quick question. Yeah, sure.
1: Do you know off the top of your head whether this was, like, the political prisoner who was like, we're going to throw you in a dungeon, or the political prisoner where, like, we're going to raise you like our own child and brainwash you? I
2: don't know, and it wasn't really expanded on about... Okay. I think he was, like, a political hostage in that, like... It was sort of just like, "Hey, if your region doesn't behave, like we'll murder this guy that's important to you."
1: God, so like they might have given him, man. yeah, they might have given him cushy, they might digs, have given him, yeah, time, like
2: a like a nice cell in the prison, but he was still definitely a prisoner.
1: Good night, good work, most kill likely. Good morning,
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so he flees to his starabad, where he regains his political power. Um, and then, and this is one of the more noteworthy things that happens during his reign, he shifts the capital of the Iranian Empire to Tehran, and I don't know where okay. it was before, but it, he shifts it. He shifts it to Tehran.
0: He just wholesale shifts Yeah,
2: it. he just shifts the whole son of a bitch.
1: Slide to the left.
2: <laughs> Slide to the left. Slide Risk to the Tehran. Cross. Everybody Ooh. clap your hands. Uh, So in the year of our Lord, 1796, Khan then leads an army to capture Georgia, which at the time uh, was at the time a Christian country. Sorry, I got confused in my notes. Not to be confused with America's Georgia, which also feels like a Christian-led country of its own sometimes, but um, the Georgia that is in the Middle East. That joke didn't land with us, but there's one hick in Georgia that's like, huh, yep. <laughs> uh, in that same year, Khan is given the title King of Kings. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, it's, it's good to be the yeah, king. Yeah, it's
2: definitely good to be the king. Uh, he got that title after he tortured and killed the leader of the last faction of the Resistance to him. Oh, So, okay. like, that's a pretty good way to go. Um, But all this is to say that Khan was a pretty ruthless leader, and by most of my research, he was a thrifty uh, ruler as well. So thrifty. Ruled his kingdom with an iron fist, but uh, always kept his word and pinched his pennies. And, as promised, I now get to the part of this story that is what-the-fuck-worthy. A year after all of his, like, now that I'm looking at my notes again... All of his stuff happens, like, a year after some pretty important stuff happens in his life. Like, he gets <laughs> kidnapped and being later. held prisoner for, like, a 16 years, a year after he becomes the chief of his tribe.
1: He's got one year to chill, and then, fuck, it's gotta be some crazy yeah. time.
2: Yeah, so he gets uh, he gets given the title King of Kings, and then the next year he dies. Um, But in 1797, uh, Khan makes another trip to Georgia, uh, and while they're in the city, a pair of servants end up getting into a fight that is loud enough for Khan to hear, and so he orders the servants to be executed. However, this squabble happened on a Friday, which was a holy day, and so he ordered their executions to be carried out on Saturday and asked the servants to return to their duties.
0: Rude. How you're scary. gonna
1: die in the morning, but also you still need to work. Uh huh.
0: Why? Why is was that the whole pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say how well, American of shit.
2: you. Um. However, like, tell me I'm wrong. No, you're definitely not wrong. However, he just sent them back to work. He did not like yeah, put them right. in chains. He did not restrict their movement through the camp at all. He did not put a guard with them to make sure okay. that they did not, I don't know, sneak up on him in the night and stab him
1: to death in his bed. Dude was king of kings, but also a few hamburgers shy of a Happy Meal. <laughs> <How> many, <laughs> and what's how many funny is that you, you only need meals. one hamburger for a Happy yeah, Meal. Yeah, you literally-
0: I like you need exactly maybe half, you need a hamburger
2: really? for a happy meal. So he was at half a hamburger for sure. Okay. So yeah, but he, he had a couple of nuggies. He, meals he, it. he legitimately just like walks up to them and goes, "Hey, you were loud in the halls, so I'm gonna kill you." Okay. Please go about your business, and then he fucking <laughs> goes to sleep at night. And doesn't wake up because they kill him. Oh, okay.
1: They just stab him to That's death. Hurt. The big sleep. It's That is the stupidest it's fucking way really to die. It's really just
2: the funniest thing to me that, like... So, the reason that these guys end up killing him is because they knew that he was going to kill them. So, like, with other rulers, and this was basically just, like, what was written in the notes that I read, was, like these people knew for a fact that he would carry out their execution. So, like, other rulers might have let them stew in prison and then just been like, you know what, it's not a big deal. But this guy was, like,
1: definitely (laughs) going to kill them. You were a little rowdy, so we'll let it pass. This guy's like, fuck you. You were one decibel higher than you should have been. It's like a
2: night in the drunk tank, but he was just like, no, time to die. Um, Time
0: to die. So they
2: were fully ready for him to... To kill them. And they were like, we're not going to let that happen. And so they had, um, I guess they had an inside man that let them into his chambers. I mean, essentially, they would have been able to get it done without that inside man. Because they were two men on a mission to kill the king of kings. Just
0: two guys. Just okay, two,
2: but hear me two out. Two dudes. Just
1: two, two, two dudes. Guys, being dudes. guys being dudes.
0: Chilling, waiting to kill a king.
1: Hear me out. Yeah. Even if you didn't have the man on the inside, yeah. you're two guys. Yeah. And my thought process at this point is, all right, we're going to die in the morning. What's the worst that happens? We die? Yeah. What's the worst
0: that can <laughs> What's happen? the worst
1: that happens? You can't murder me more than once. You they kill us <laughs> or, or something? Us and we
2: die?
1: Either we die now, we die later, or, or the slimmest chance... We fucking get away. Well, with so it. what's
2: really or, interesting to me is like, it really gets you to a point where you're thinking about the fight or flight, because these guys could have just run.
0: They, I mean, they could. <laughs> have, they could have just
2: fled and been fine, assuming they're that not they cowards, didn't get, are they? Assuming that they didn't get caught. Clearly, they're not cowards.
1: Yeah. First off, someone had to have some balls in this story. Do <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, because he got castrated. Remember, audience? Keep up.
1: (laughs) Two, it's also one of those things where, like, if I pissed off the President of the United States, there wouldn't be very many states I could go to without being tracked down. Yeah.
2: Well, especially if we were dealing with little baby Cheeto lands. You know, what year was this that this had happened? Uh, 1797.
1: Yeah, it's not like there's... There are cars. There's not a lot. of
0: There, there are cars. <laughs> no, but like this
2: is my thing. There's no, like, no.
1: There's not cars. You had 1797. There's no cars in 1797. What the fuck but, am I talking about? But my about? thing
2: is like, there's definitely animals. Like they could have ridden a yeah. camel, or they could have done like a number. But what I'm
1: saying is, can a horse outrun an empire? I don't think I so. Think, and this guy, I think
2: you could give it a college try.
1: You could give it a college try, but what I'm saying is you could give running a college try, which you might not get away with, right. or you or could you give, give murder, murder a college, a college, a college try, try, and you definitely and you might get, not away get away with, with
2: it in that situation, because I don't think a lot of people really liked this guy.
1: Yeah, but also, the other thing is, like, yeah, as I said, you could run, but this is the guy that wanted to kill you for being a I'm little too loud. <laughs> I assume he's gonna hunt you down like a fucking dog. He probably will.
2: But anyways, yeah, that's my story and that's another segment of, uh, of, I don't know if I'll continue to call it beating around the bush or if it'll be like burying the lead. I don't know. It's or... a good one. We'll figure it out. But
1: wait for it. Da, wait, da, da. For it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> wait for it. Yeah. Uh,
0: wait for it.
1: Oh, that's a pretty that good
0: Hamilton good song. Like wait for, I, wait for it.
2: Still haven't seen it. It's anything. the only song uh, in that Zach, musical that I actually
0: have... like. I don't under, Really? yeah what do you mean
1: yeah i mean i will okay i'll take your word for I it i don't
2: like musicals
0: Oh okay, that's okay. my ex
2: forced me to watch hamilton and we were like we were halfway through and she's like are you having a good time and i was like no i don't really like musicals and she's like
0: but are you having she's like we don't time? have
2: to watch it i was like i'm
1: halfway through i'm not stopping now I think the only reason I haven't watched it so far is because when I was in college, Hamilton was huge, and everyone wouldn't stop shoving it down my throat. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's
2: fair. Nobody ever really wants to deal with a situation like that.
1: Yeah. But I'm going to move on. Segways are weird. Segways are weird. It has been way more than two weeks from my bullshit on here, a podcast all about all of our bullshit and a little bit about history. So I'm not going to fuck around too much tonight. However, you all will be finding out. Yay! Finding out about a heinous gentleman of history.
2: Ha ha! I did hear you, by the way, whispering in the background that I better fucking not. And I just want you to know that I appreciated
0: (laughs) it.
1: <laughs> hey, I stay out of World War II. You fucking stay out of my fucking sandbox.
0: I, I stay out of your sandbox. You I don't want to the see you the in fuck mine. Out of mine.
2: No, I just thought that that was yeah. absolutely classic.
1: <laughs> it was. It, it felt right. It felt needed. Um, it felt but yes, great. that's right. We are going another few rounds of this bullshit, baby, so be ready. No tricks, only treats, and only the beauty of the mob, because tonight I want to talk about Charles Pretty Boy Floyd, which, by the way, I'm not sure what 1930s beauty standards were, but he was not all that pretty, if you ask me. Well...
2: Oh, well, I'm disappointed. You're not a 1930s woman, Zach, so maybe step
1: off. We're gonna talk about that later, okay? (laughs) Okay. I am not a 1930s woman, wait. but we will talk about his aesthetics later. Okay. All right. First off, Matt, thank you for sending me a quick little snippet about this. You're
2: absolutely welcome. What, wait, what was the snippet? I'm not going to tell. We'll him. get will, to it. You don't need to know the snippet. I don't want to ruin a surprise. He'll get to the snippet. I sent him because he was to you in a bit. And I was oh, like, okay. let me help your bit out, bro.
0: Okay. Well, fine. Um. I, feel, I feel very left out, and that's fine. <laughs> It wasn't, um, this is I the am, one where
2: Megan gets left out. It wasn't out. I'm your book.
0: I'm not hurt. <laughs> I'm not it's hurt. Okay. I'm
2: just disappointed.
0: <laughs> I'm not hurt. I'm merely disappointed. Oh, man. All right. So,
1: Floyd is born in Bartow County, Georgia.
0: Hell yeah.
1: And moves to Oklahoma in 1911. Oh, oh my God. That's
2: the through line. I said something about Georgia, and now here we are. I
0: don't... I, I won't disappoint you. Um, oh my gosh. Maybe, maybe I will find something in the next few minutes about Georgia, <laughs> about Georgia to
2: add
1: to it's, your
0: story. Oh. I don't know if I can. Oh my God. If you can't, That's so it's funny. still,
1: this episode is sweeter than a peach. Uh, so born in Bartow County, Georgia, moves to Oklahoma in 1911 at the ripe old age of six. And he gets into a life of crime pretty damn fast having his first documented arrest at the age of 18 for stealing $350 from a local post office. I thought you were
2: just going to say, like, the ripe old age of eight, and I would have been very (laughs) impressed.
1: I would have been impressed, too, but you know what? I am very happy about his $350 take, even though he was arrested, because, ah, stealing insured money, my favorite victimless crime. Oh, yeah, that is my
0: nice. favorite victim. Wait, maybe we have a through a through for the stealing insured money.
1: OK, we'll figure it out.
0: We'll What's figure it line? out.
1: So just three years later, Floyd is arrested for payroll robbery. Once again, insured money. So I am unsure what everyone is up in arms about. Eventually, Floyd moves to Kansas City and gets in with the local crime there. Uh, you know,
0: the crimesmen.
1: The crimesmen in Kansas City. You know, the mob was known to be in New York, but that doesn't mean there wasn't other mobs around.
0: That's true. So Mobs aren't exclusive, you know. Oh yeah,
1: no. It it, it's not just goons put femmes their drugs.
0: (laughs) I
2: love Megan over here being like the salesperson for mobs. (laughs) She's just
1: like You you wanna join (laughs) join the mob? (laughs) There are so many mobs that you can choose from. You can join a mob And you can join a mob Everybody can join a mob Everyone
0: can join a mob If you are so inclined
1: I mean in all honesty In this capitalist dystopia That we are finding ourselves in currently (laughs) Joining a mob doesn't sound like a bad idea I absolutely love that we found a way To bring it back to capitalism Uh, Yeah like what
2: else are we supposed to do You know what Megan What the
1: fuck yeah What the fuck else am I supposed to do I had a surprise $800 bill (laughs) Bye. I'm Don't a, be sorry. I grab a gun, we're three starting a mob.
0: <laughs> that I harp on Ronald Reagan, capitalism, health insurance.
2: I mean, they're all pretty much the same thing, no? Those were
0: the same things.
1: <laughs> Corporate wants you to find the difference between these <laughs> two the pictures. Picture. <laughs> they're the same
0: picture. These are the same pictures.
1: All right. All right, all right. Tell us more about anyway. this steely boy. In this steely boy, this good, good steely boy, uh, Floyd moves to Kansas City, gets in with the local crimesman there, um, where he does what he does best. Crimes. And commits, yes, crimes. crimes. Uh, he commits several bank robberies over several years. Uh, this is also where he does earn the nickname Pretty Boy, which apparently might have come from multiple places. All right.
0: <laughs> I'm scared. Why did that One, sound so that ominous? That did sound it super
2: is... <laughs> ominous.
1: I'm sorry, I'm an in, I'm an omin I'm uh, I'm I'm uh, thinking faster than my mouth can move. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, okay. yellow leather. Please. The tip of the tongue, the teeth. No, the lips. let's go. The
0: tip of the tongue. <laughs> anyway No one says that as sensuously as they should but that's fine.
1: Did I say it sensuously?
0: No, you said it not as sensuously as I think it should be said.
1: Oh, like the tip. of the Oh tongue.
2: my God. Now I have to do the rest of this podcast with a boner.
1: <laughs> Everybody does bang boner, bang boner. Sorry.
2: I'm going to get off track. Yeah, you've been Let off get track back. for a long time.
1: It happens. Um, so one, it was given to him by Orville Drake because he would wear nice button uh, or rather Floyd would wear nice white button-ups and slacks when he would work his regular day job not the steely steely one but his one at the oil fields.
2: All right. B That's a fucking bold flex too. Cuz if you're wearing know, a right? white shirt into the oil fields.
1: Yeah, right? Maybe they called him pretty boy because he stayed clean. Maybe. Maybe. He didn't really stay clean. Uh, He did a lot of crime and murder. Well, no, I
2: mean, like, (laughs) in the oil fields.
1: Maybe. Anyway, one, Orville Drake gave it to him because of his attire for work. Mm -hmm. B, a payroll master at the St. Louis Kroger uh, office, Kroger office, my bad, I missed a word, uh, described Floyd, uh, the robber, as a pretty boy with apple cheeks.
0: A pretty boy with apple cheeks. He got them apple so bottom
1: cheeks. <laughs> Boots, Boots with, with the fur. fur? Yeah. Um, so, it's not a 1930s woman, but, my dude, robbery isn't the best time to be flirting, but I guess go off my guy, oh my the payroll God. master at St. Louis Kroger office. I absolutely <laughs> love the idea of, like... I
2: love So, the thing that I'm picturing right now is, like, the modern day interview like a news interview where it's like could you describe the man and then it's just this like clerk who's just like he had the most gorgeous apple cheeks i have ever seen in my life
0: and everyone's <laughs> like that's
2: uh not that's not we what we were asking on. for
1: um did you get like a good look at the guy oh i got a pretty
2: good look at him i got a good look I, I wouldn't mind getting look, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> Mostly at those luscious cheeks.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, apple cheeks. Apple. I cheeks. don't know, man. That's as I said, I guess if that's what you want to do is flirt with the person rob and you go for it.
0: I don't know, man. I there have been weirder ways to meet a partner. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's there's been weirder meat cute. This is the oh, yeah. worst meat cute that exists.
0: Uh, you know how i met your daddy he was robbing me
2: he was robbing banks and i was in He's one of them ro- banks
0: i was in one of them banks it was...
2: magical Ooh, he stole the diamond oh, he used to propose to me right off the woman sitting next to me he stole that diamond
0: and he stole my heart
2: <laughs> we was like a regular bonnie and clyde set. his name was george and my name isn't bonnie Anyways. Is it funny?
0: Anyway, shut up.
1: Anywho.
2: This is my story. So,
1: it doesn't matter because as much as we are ragging on this entire situation, he he hated the nickname. Oh, he did. He was a gentleman of crime, but he fucking hated the nickname. That's no fun.
2: Yeah, I mean. When you get a nickname, you want it to be one that you enjoy.
1: Yes, I think there was a bit of an air of, like, sardonic nature to Pretty Boy. Oh,
2: so you think people were doing it because he was really atrocious
1: to look at? I mean, he wasn't atrocious to look kind at. Kind of like, like when he people wasn't... call
2: fat people tiny.
1: Yeah, I mean, kind of the same idea. Like he just—he wasn't—he wasn't a bad-looking dude. He also just wasn't a good-looking dude. He a was kind of just, he, was, he was a yeah.
0: middling-looking dude.
1: He was a middling-looking white dude from fucking Georgia. So Why does that sound Georgia, like something?
0: Yeah, like Jane Austen Lord would Lord, I was say born like, a Midland man. <laughs> Lord, I was born of mediocre appearance. Did you like, just... I sent you guys a picture, a picture in the in Discord? Discord.
2: Let's see. Is oh, he, was... he... Yeah, he looks like me without I mean, a beard, so I guess...
0: I Is that true? I don't think that's true. I don't I think you've ever seen, you seen with me that. without a beard. I've never seen you
2: without so. a beard.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That's, why, that's why I questioned, is that true? I mean... Yeah, he looks, Maybe. he looks a
2: little bit like me.
1: But yeah, so he just was like an average looking dude, and he hated the nickname. But Floyd's rap sheet is way too fucking long to actually go through in its entirety, but the guy did a lot of crimes. Uh, he was arrested in 1929 on general investigation, vagrancy, and suspicion of highway robbery. Suspicion. In 1930... He gets picked up for uh, under an alias and charged with murdering a police officer, robbery, well, and is sent good. to jail. I mean, the murder's not the great. The
2: murdering of police officers, especially in that time, Yeah. Is not, it's it's is not a great thing.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: You had to think about that one, though. He did have he, to Well,
1: he's sent it. to jail after his, his police murder. Uh, he's sent to jail in Ohio State Penitentiary, but oops, he escapes. Oops. <laughs> oops, all escapes. Um, but he goes on to continue doing his thing, and a few murders here and there, including some run-runners and a county sheriff. The guy was a busy lad. And I know most of the my gentlemen don't, do the full don't do the coil shuffling. Yeah, they don't do the murders. The, the coil shuffling is n- not great. Yeah. But hey, I was on vacation for a bit. I'm feeling a little extra loosey-goosey tonight. But here's where things get a little too uh, spicy for even my current meloda outstate for me to give him, well, full marks. Because on June 17th, 1933... Floyd and Adam Ricchetti. Now, I'm going to say that one more time because it needs to have the proper Italian pizzazz.
2: If you do not have your hand in front of your fucking face.
1: Matt, as I said, it needed the proper pizzazz. I have been slowly raising both of my hands. I
2: am so ready for the amount of Italian you're about to put on this. Slowly I raising. I cannot
1: <laughs> take a picture for you because, because your hands both are of where my they're hands. supposed <laughs> to
2: be. Both of his hands are currently being raised because his hands are exactly where they're meant to be in this moment. Lay it on me.
1: Because on June seventeenth, nineteen thirty-three, yep. Floyd uh-huh. and Adam Richetti. Oh God. Oh, <laughs> Become the primary suspects in what later will be called the Kansas City Massacre. Oh no! Oh. Yup. Oh no! no. He was so excited oh, no. Until you
0: said massacre. I
1: was. I was really
2: excited for the whole Italianness of it, and then massacre happened.
1: <laughs> massacre in happened. my ears. Remember, this is the mob. Yeah, true. So some researchers are actually divided on if Floyd did any killing in the massacre. So, he went from a B to a B plus, question mark? Oh, great. (laughs) Not full marks, but he's got a B plus, question mark from me. So, during the incident, four law enforcement officers are killed in an attack by Vernon Miller, who was a low-level gun for hire, and he was trying to rescue Frank Nash, which, sorry, Frank, you died in the fucking crossfire because Vernon doesn't know how to use a gun.
2: (laughs) That's upsetting.
1: It's a little bit upsetting. Um, and this is where things start to get a little bit more back to the gentlemanly nature of where I want them to be. Because Floyd and Vracetti go into hiding. Mm-hmm, uh, right. Naturally, they go into hiding because they're wanted for Moida. Moida. Naturally. naturally, I would
2: also go into hiding if I was wanted for Moida.
1: Yeah, right? Uh, there are actually many who speculate that they went underground because they were actually innocent. Ooh. At least of these murders. They did other murders, but these ones, not so hey, much. Hey, we definitely did moitas, but it wasn't these moidas. <laughs> it wasn't these moidas. Yeah, so there's actually many historians and many researchers who are like, they, it doesn't make sense that Floyd would have been caught up in this. They were, you know, allegedly trying to find Floyd because he happened to be in Kansas City at the time. Allegedly. And they knew of Floyd. And they were like, oh, it must be that guy. And there was a beer bottle with Ricchetti's fingerprints in Vernon Miller's apartment. Like, it's very circumstantial evidence. And there's a bunch of, like, witness testimony that is both for it and against it. So it's a big confusing mess. But they go underground. On June 30th, 1933, the Kansas City police receive a postcard from Springfield, Missouri that says, and I quote, Dear sirs, I want it made known that I did not participate in the massacre of officers at Kansas City. Signed, Charles Floyd. Nice. So Charles sends them a fucking postcard being like, I am innocent. I did not do this murder. I did
0: not kill that man.
1: I did not kill this man. And either that is him lying his ass off in the worst way possible, a fucking postcard, or he's like, come on, I didn't do it. Will this lousy postcard convince you?
2: <laughs> excuse me, sir. I know that you've evaded my ability to, uh, you know, show my innocence before, but this postcard surely must do something for you.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> <Surely>. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't convince anyone, and it gave the FBI every excuse to come down hard on Floyd, and they end up naming him public enemy number one in 1934. Wow. Eventually... Floyd's run has to come to an end and in a crisp on a crisp day in October in 1934 which is very close to when he was named public enemy number one the FBI uh, end up gunning down pretty boy Floyd but the problem is there are three different versions of his death that are told okay the FBI says that they mortally wounded him in a shootout and while the police captain, and basically that he was mortally wounded in the shootout and then there was nothing else from it. The police captain of the police that were on the scene ended up saying that the FBI did not just mortally wound him. They basically shot... He shot Floyd in the leg and the FBI went over to question Floyd. And when Floyd basically said, go fuck yourself, the FBI then gave him several lead injections at point-blank range. Nice. No. Oh. And the third... Is from a different FBI agent than the official report and says that it's, you know, almost identical to the original FBI story, only claiming that the police weren't even there until Floyd was mortally wounded. This smells like a cover up to me, and I'm not gonna, you know, shit on the FBI anymore because I did that on a whole other episode when they tried to bomb all of a bunch of people in Miami, but I don't want to get into it. One of
0: the many times. (laughs)
1: <laughs> One they of the tried... and many times that they tried domestic terrorism.
0: Yeah, you know.
1: Didn't anyway. try. <laughs> yeah. So, Pretty Boy Floyd is dead. There's nothing you can do about it. But how does this wrap up into him being a gentleman? Uh, like Matt saving the best for last, lately on my heinous, my heinous Gentleman of History, I have been kind of giving life accounts and then going back as to how they were gentlemanly. Well, Floyd was viewed very positively by the public in Kansas City and in Oklahoma. Uh, He did some killings, yes, but most of his robberies were against insured money. He didn't actively go out of his way to hurt people. A lot of the money he stole, he was like, it doesn't matter. It's insured. No one gives a fuck. It's all payroll. No one gives a fuck.
0: Amen, brother. Insurance fraud is A-OK. And in fact, it is
1: actually said that he helped people. He was referred to as the Robin Hood of Cooks and Hills by the locals of Oklahoma, and they often protected him, telling law enforcement that they hadn't seen him when they had or misdirecting investigations. Allegedly, Floyd also had a habit when robbing banks that he would destroy mortgage documents, allowing poor farmers of the area not to worry about whether they were going to keep the family farm or not. That is speculative at best. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, that's
1: why I said allegedly. Specul- it is speculative at best that he destroyed these mortgage documents. Uh, the only supporting evidence is from locals that made the claim that he did this. Um, yeah. and, locals like, lie all the time. Locals lie all the time, but you know, he was such a revered person that it might have been something he did once or twice, and then everyone's like, oh, it's now part of the legend. <laughs> Again, he was love. He was beloved by this county, this community. So, it, it makes sense that the legend would kind of be inflated a little bit. But I personally would like to think that that part of the legend is true. Uh, having worked in the mortgage industry for a while, uh, I know I'm kinda there's it is. no
2: industry that you haven't worked in for a little while.
1: That's true. I have done a lot of jobs. Um.
0: It, he's like, it's true. <laughs> I have been all of the jobs. I still have all of the uniforms in my closet, like a weird Halloween store.
1: <laughs> have you guys ever, do you guys remember the 1990s television show, The Pretender? No.
0: No, what? We,
1: we, Megan, you know what I'm talking about, right? No. No? No. Oh, okay. No, it Megan's like, show. I don't
2: even remember the 90s. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. So it was a television show about a man who basically could be like, I can spend a day with a subject, and then I can be whatever I want. So like, he's on the run from the government, which Mm -hmm. wants to use his brain for nefarious purposes, naturally. So he's like, ooh, I'm going to be a doctor today. I'm going to be a race car driver the next day. And I'm like, sometimes I feel like that. I've worked every fucking job you can think of.
2: Yeah, that sounds about right, though.
1: But I, yes, I would like to think that Pretty Boy Floyd did his best to go out of his way to make life worse for the people in power who tried to hurt the little man. God bless him. That makes me feel good.
0: Um, God bless him.
1: Not only do I hope that that part of the legend is true, so doesn't Woody Guthrie, who wrote a whole-ass song in 1939 called Pretty Boy Floyd that romanticized the man's life and recounted his supposed generosity towards the poor. That's really sweet. Hell yeah. A sweet song.
0: I do, I do really love people who are like Robin Hoods. Yeah. In a way.
1: I I think this is like the second quote unquote Robin Hood of something else that I have covered. And I'm for it every fucking time, you know?
0: Well, I think like a lot of the times uh, people are like, oh, there's nothing you can do about it. Like the situation that you're in, like the amount of money that you have out, like outside of the job that you work, and some people are like, "Yeah, but like, what if I did?" Yeah, the there's, there's select few people that go, "Hold
1: my fucking beer." Yeah,
0: yeah, like what? What if I actually just like tried something different? But what if? Um, I know it's illegal, uh, but only illegal to some for men. To some, yeah, not for me. Um, because I can get away f- with it. Thank you.
2: Is that yeah. is that your uh, whole story there, bud? That That's my whole ass story there, bud. All right. We should probably chug along to Megan's there story there, buddy.
0: I mean, we could if we wanted. I mean, um,
2: at some point, I do need sleep. It's been a long day.
1: That's yeah, fair.
0: I guess we will get into it then. Tell me your uh, story so which have... relates
2: to Georgia now. Uh, <laughs> well,
0: okay. Um <laughs> In Norway's not in Georgia. No. <laughs> okay. How about you
1: do us something else and why don't you tell us the title of your story?
0: Yeah. It's called Hell's do Bells. Us,
1: do us that. Hell day. yeah.
0: Hell's Bells. Um you'll figure out why later. Uh, okay. so I it doesn't have the through line of Georgia, but it does have the through line of insurance from okay. So, I guess, like, that kind of I can
2: get down with that shit.
0: I can get down with that sickness. Uh, (laughs) Amen, brother. uh,
1: Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, my Uh God. We need Um, to stop.
0: I don't like that. Anyway, so, I've said it before, and I will say it again. Uh, Women serial killers don't get enough recognition. That's a hill I'll die on. Uh, That's certainly...
2: yeah, that'll certainly lead to your death.
0: Well, listen, uh, you won't figure out that it's a women serial killer because they're clean and clever. Okay. They are. Uh, So I know people will be like, well, Megan, serial killers in general shouldn't get recognition because they're bad people. um, And for the most part, I would agree with you. Timothy Bundy and Billy Boy Dahmer shouldn't be remembered. Those are their names now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer the people nomer. Um they were bad at serial killing. Uh and you cannot tell me otherwise.
2: <laughs> hey, you guys and, ever heard about that story where one of Jeffrey Dahmer's victims was returned to him by the police?
0: Yeah, dude. Yes. That's why they were bad at like they weren't good at what they did they were messy they were obvious they were. about it the only reason they got away with it is because the police are so inept at doing their job both then and now um fighting Weird flex but okay well the police are bad at doing their job
2: yeah <laughs> Go <off>. Go <laughs> off, we know this Go we off, know-
0: but like the thing is they they weren't hiding pretty much like what they were doing like, yeah, you know, no,
2: they did get a little sloppy. They
0: got really sloppy. Whereas women, on the other hand, like they they have a craft when yeah. they do mm-hmm. this, and I think like also they kind of go after people who have done them wrong in mm-hmm. in certain cases, um, which is a blanket statement. But what can I say? I'm a I'm a feminist at heart. Uh, <laughs> so tonight, I think you can guess what I'm going to talk about.
1: I'm, I'm assuming uh, serial I would imagine killers.
2: that you're talking about the throat goat, Nancy Reagan.
0: <laughs> I, yes. The throat goat, Nancy Reagan. I am talking about insurance fraud. Yes. You guessed it. Okay. Um, I was no. like, it's
1: either serial killers or insurance fraud.
0: It's both. Maybe it's both. both. It's a, it's a uh, combo. It's a oh. duel. It's I'm hitting you with the duels. Uh, so it's a female serial killer by the name of Belle Gunnis. And uh, her original name was Brunhild Paul's Daughter Storset.
1: <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs>
2: I love that so much because Brunhild is, first of all, a great name, but I then, know. like, every every last name from that section of the world is just so fucking good.
0: I Ugh. know. It's so good. It's so good. I don't, like, her, her the name that she died with, sucks like Bell Gunness, who cares brunhild on the other hand mm, is the yeah. is the oh, descendant good. of shield maidens that's a name that falls hard i know name. dude it's a really good name um mm. Mm. uh so brunhild was born in norway strong uh, name a strong name i don't know if you could tell she was born in norway by her 18 names <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she was also born in 1859, to sort of give you a time period that we're dealing with.
1: That's helpful. Yes. Thank it, you very yeah, much. I
0: figured it was helpful. Uh, she was the youngest of eight children, and by the age of 14, like most children, I assume at the time, was already reaping the benefits of hard labor to earn passage to New York City. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just reaping the the great wages she was probably making. Yeah. Uh, Child labor laws, obviously, um, really holding back children nowadays from achieving the American dream, achieving
2: <laughs> their greatness. And fun fact, yeah, uh, child labor is coming back, so get ready.
0: Yeah, that's true. Bye. Good, they can all achieve the American dream at the federal minimum wage of seven twenty-five an hour. Uh, I'm coming for you. <laughs> anyway, so I I assume actually that's a quote from Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk that child Jeffrey
2: Bezos
0: Child labor laws really are holding children back. Anyway, so Brunhilde gets to the US in 1881 and changes her first name to Belle um, because she was too much of a threat as Brunhilde, I assume they would have been like at Ellis Island, please. You can't come in here.
2: I can only imagine what people at Ellis Island... So, obviously, like, people were given more American-sounding names at Ellis Island sometimes. Yeah. And so, like, I'm wondering what they would do with the name Brunhild.
0: I have no idea. I also want
2: to know what the fuck they would do to
1: that last name.
0: (laughs) Uh, Paul's daughter store set? yeah yeah Paul, i don't n-
1: No, that's yeah i don't know what the fuck are they gonna do with that
0: i don't know what they're gonna do with it honestly um but it, i think she changed her name to okay. Belle, like before she even got there she was like i'm gonna come up with a more american name um she then traveled to chicago to join one of her sisters who had immigrated earlier and okay. in Chicago, uh, she got involved with um, the second biggest industry, uh, meat processing. The first being the mafia, I assume. <laughs>
1: That's a good assumption.
0: I just like it's always the
2: first assumption.
0: The family was the biggest employer. The family. The family. The family. Uh, but she, she got involved with good old meat processing and worked in a butcher shop cutting up animal carcasses until her first marriage in 1884. Um, I, I'd like to assume that like when she got married, she's like, I'll give it up for you. I'll give up. <laughs>
1: I'll give up all <laughs> this meat for you.
0: I'll give up all this meat just for you because I love you so much. Uh, so in all the descriptions of her, she was said to have been a large woman. Weighing almost 250 pounds and was a fucking tank. With a name
2: like Brunhild.
0: Yeah, dude. Like, this woman could...
2: And that's not to say that all Brunhilds are tanks. But, like, if you're going to own a name, make it Brunhild and be a force (laughs) to be reckoned with.
0: Yeah, dude.
2: Absolutely. uh,
0: They were like, she looks really masculine. And also, she looks like if she got the opportunity to deck you, like, you would just die. (laughs) <laughs> from, from sheer force because like she has been cutting up animals this whole time so i just imagine like her arms are ripped
2: yeah she has tree trunks for arms
0: yeah and legs and yeah. legs and a torso she is a tree
2: trunk she is a tree <laughs> trunk Brunhild was born a tree <laughs> oh, no.
0: and she just grew legs and walked across the ocean
1: I was going to say, I,
2: I I didn't the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs>
1: they're yeah. taking fun. She, I didn't see fucking uh, Encanto, but but who's but, the who's the buff sister?
0: Oh, Louisa. Louisa. Oh my god, it's just she's Norwegian Louisa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is Norwegian Louisa. Uh, she's for, literally
2: the best character
0: in that she, entire movie. A thousand dude. percent I is. I love her. Um, so so here's where we get into the meat. I won't apologize for the pun of our heroine's story. Uh, okay. In in 1884, she marries a dude named Mads, which is also a cool name.
2: Mads is a Mikkelson? great name. Mads Mickelson is a great person. <laughs> no, just great Mads.
0: Actor. Mads. Uh, just Mads. And they owned a candy store, which burned from down
1: meat to candy i love yeah, it
0: from, from meat to candy the natural life's natural progression yeah you
1: get your meats you get your sweets call it a day
0: call it a day and go oh, chicago man. that's all right this, uh, this episode's
1: goes. officially called meats and sweets uh, sorry yeah no has to be
0: meat sweets and insurance fraud maybe um so, the candy Let's store burns down. let not make it too
2: long a title. Then we'd be Fallout Boys.
0: That's true. <laughs> or Panic at the Disco. Oh. That's also true. Uh, so, their store burns down, and their home also mysteriously burned down. And the couple got insurance payments. And just imagine, like, the little sparkle emojis around <sighs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, then, two of her children died at home of inflammation of the large intestines. She also got insurance payments payments for this also the type of inflammation can result from poisoning but i'm sure it was an accident maybe sounds sus (laughs) sounds perfectly normal uh so i am on board with the arson but like the baby poisoning
1: (laughs) I draw the line at child murder.
0: Yeah, we're drawing the line here. Um, Child murder is
2: ostensibly the worst kind of murder. Okay, but I had to pick a worst kind of murder. Yeah, but if there's a
0: baby that's been crying on a six-hour flight,
2: Uh uh-huh. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. 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 No, you get it.
0: So. (laughs)
2: Okay, Megan. Megan. Okay. Okay, Megan.
0: I'm just fuck. I just think that like there's only so far that human patience can go.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: So then her husband dies of a cerebral hemorrhage.
2: Oh, that's not <clears throat> fun.
0: Luckily, he was also insured.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. oh hey!
0: <laughs> and she collected the money on both of his life insurance policies.
1: Both. Oh,
2: both.
0: Oh, both. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure um, it was a it was a sad but great day for her. Mostly sad. <laughs> many
1: tears. Many dollar dollar bills, y'all. <laughs>
2: many I, like, tears until that at check came.
0: She's ha- she's, like, patting her face with, like, wads. of oh, dollar bills? bills. <laughs> she's uh, like, oh, shit. I, I oh. miss good old Mads. He was so good to me. Um,
2: uh, hello, Ben Franklin.
0: <laughs> hello. Uh, she then used all of the money and moved to Indiana for no fucking reason and bought uh, a pig farm. Oh so
1: yeah, not, hell yeah.
0: No not the move I would have I would have done. But I mean, okay, hear me out. Yeah.
1: I think it is the natural move because I think what you're gonna tell me is that she murdered all these people and eventually you can only get away with faking like deaths for so long, and pigs will eat everything except for the teeth. So I mean,
0: like, you're not wrong, but like I guess. I don't know. Indiana's just so big. <laughs> it's so it's big. It's so who's, vast
1: and also a wasteland.
0: Who's you coming say that for you? About
1: all of the United States. Yeah.
0: That's fair. true. The United States, who's coming for you? Uh <laughs> so she she's really living the American dream on her Indiana pig farm. Uh so then in 1902, she marries a dude named Peter. And while in her care, Peter's daughter dies. And then okay. eight months later. Peter dies of a skull injury. And then she
1: collects their insurance? (laughs) (laughs) This girl's got it fucking figured out.
0: Yeah, so, so Peter dies of a skull injury, and she claimed to the insurance agency that he was reaching for something on a high shelf and absolutely obliterated himself with it. Like, this man was such a klutz that he couldn't find a chair and just, like, ended his own life. By reaching for a tall object, uh, yeah, he was also insured.
1: Um, I could have guessed that.
0: Yeah, of course. And so she then,
2: got the insurance money.
0: Well, obviously, she married him.
2: Yeah. So why like, do you think I married you?
0: Why do you think I married you? You had a life insurance policy. Any <laughs> any person, anyone with a pulse and an insurance policy is up for grabs. So then came the disappearances. Uh, in 1905, she begins placing marriage ads in the Chicago newspaper, which I guess is a cute thing you could do back then.
1: I guess? I mean, I you guess. could probably
2: still do it today, but I... the type of people that would turn up would be the type of people that will kill you for the insurance money. <laughs> yeah, they,
0: well, you know, look, they, times haven't changed. Are there the type of people who are like, I don't really want to marry you as much as your feet?
2: Oh so gross! Ugh. If I could
0: marry your feet, then that would be great. Um, so one of the gentlemen was uh, from Wisconsin, and he was a farm hand. And uh, to be fair, Pretty there fair. <laughs> there was and never has been a woman in Wisconsin, so this man did have to outsource. Okay. Do you can you ever recall meeting any women from Wisconsin, Zach? Um,
1: Liz just drove out to Wisconsin with her friend who lives She's in Wisconsin. She's not from
0: Wisconsin, and her friend is a ghost. <laughs> if <she lived> in <laughs> Wisconsin, I'm sorry.
1: Okay, only only ghosts live in Wisconsin,
0: <laughs> only female ghosts live in Wisconsin. So, this man had no idea what he was getting into, obviously, when he answered this ye old Craig's so sad. And the last that was heard from him was by his family. He wrote them a letter saying that he liked Belle, her farm, and he wanted his family to send him seed potatoes because he was like, oh, I'll grow some potatoes on this farm. That'll be nice. Um, Then his family never heard from him again, and they asked Belle, who said he had gone off with horse traders and hadn't returned, which I guess is a valid excuse in 1905. I I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I think if I made my my lover disappear today, I could not tell the police that he disappeared with horse traders. They would be like that. Is... They'd be
2: like that. Seems
1: a little sus. <laughs>
0: that seems suspicious. Yeah, because
1: they... your eighteen something ass fucking police people are gonna be like using. Hmm, seems sus.
0: It <laughs> seems sus. They're like, no, horse traders are a thing. That's fair. <laughs> And men are want to go off with the horse traders. Uh, uh,
2: it's like leaving with the circus. Yeah,
0: it's like, it's <sighs> like it's going to be a car.
2: I just want to leave with the circus.
0: <laughs> I just want to leave with the horse I just want to leave with
2: the fey folk. Yeah, <laughs> She dude. could get away with that if she was still in Norway.
0: That's true. Yeah. I, <laughs> fairies took him. Fairies took him. And then like the Norwegian police were like, oh, the fairies. That's,
2: that's his body right there. No, that's an empty husk. A fairy took him last night. (laughs) A fairy took
0: him. So she did keep all of his shit. Um, So I guess that was like an insurance policy. (laughs) (laughs) She just loves stuff, (laughs) dude. This
2: is just kleptomania with more steps.
0: (laughs) So so then in 1906, she gets another hit on her ad from a guy hailing from the great state of Minnesota and uh this guy withdrew a lot of cash before going to see bell and although no one ever heard from him again a carpenter <laughs> that did work <laughs> jeez yeah she was really brutal dude um so no one heard from him again but a carpenter that did work at bell's house did note that she had a lot of men's trunks in her house <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. You Uh, know what? This woman doesn't seem that suspicious, but she does have a lot of men's clothes. It's like
1: fucking... uh, Or do you mean
2: trunks in the sense of, like, their luggage? Oh,
1: see, I was thinking, like, it's a bunch of pairs of Mayor Lewis's special purple shorts.
0: No, that's true, too. She has those as well. She has those. She has all of their stuff. Any and everything that they, they brought to her house, she kept... You gotta get rid of the fucking evidence. No, the the evidence is hers. (laughs) So it wasn't until 1908 when Bell's farmhouse burned to the ground, uh, it was also insured, that the (laughs) authorities found the bodies of at least 11 people on the property. Jeez.
1: Dozens
0: more cut up and buried in burlap sacks. Jeez. Holy shit. Yeah, so eventually the police stopped counting the bodies. They're like, "Wow, that's a lot of bodies." Wow. And <laughs>
1: Demby, a lot of bodies.
0: And I It's like can... that
2: one, I don't know if you've seen <laughs> <laughs> what? I I can't really get into it, but it's like a comic strip and it's like I just see you alone in your room with a lot of bodies. Jesus Christ, that's <laughs> a lot of bodies. bodies. Jesus. Christ. I want to see if I can find the original. But anyways, okay. Continue. So, um,
0: they they did stop counting after they found dozens of burlap sacks because I, I assume they couldn't count that high. And eventually, um, they did find the body of a woman in the remains of the fire. But when it was autopsied, the coroner reported that it was five inches shorter than Bell and fifty pounds lighter. Um, but they deemed that it was Bell. Uh, because they were like, honestly, we just don't want to look for her anymore. Uh, we so don't want to pro- have
1: the possibility that this woman is still fucking around.
0: <laughs> Brunhild is still out there prowling the the Indiana fields. Um, so she probably faked her own death and got away from it because got away with it because she was never caught. And I did find out that there is a name for this type of serial killer.
2: Is like... it? Nope, lost it.
0: No, that's fair. Um, it So, a serial killer that puts ads out in the paper for, like, companionship is called a Lonely Hearts Killer.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. And
0: there are, there is a history of, especially with, like, the advent of the internet, of these oh, types of I people. Oh, I bet. Yeah, who just post ads being, like, hey, looking for, like... A girlfriend, or a boyfriend, or a companion, or an escort, um, but she was sort of like one of the OG
2: before the internet. Stars. Yeah, When's the first one.
0: Yeah, she was. She really went above and beyond by going into her local newspaper ad agency and was like, <laughs> "Can you put this in the newspaper?" And handed them actual money.
1: Jeez.
0: But I thought cool. that was an interesting story, though. I liked the fact oh, that yeah. she was Norwegian. Um, it, it I liked her like
2: name. Her name Brun- was great.
0: Brunhild? But yeah, oh, the other thing they, uh, so like, they did call her Hel- uh, Hells Bell.
1: Hells Bell. Nice. Yeah, uh, so, like, I get it.
0: that was like the legend that grew up around her. They, they actually called her, oh, this is Hells Bell. And I nice, thought that was a nice, really cool, nice. like, serial killer name.
2: It is a pretty good serial killer name. I'm frustrated by the concept of serial killer names, but it exists. and. No,
0: it's not great, um, but it is a thing that happens, and I guess that one is vaguely clever. It is. And then her theme Vaguey. song was probably, Hell's Bells! <laughs> was... Wow.
2: <laughs> and on that shocking note... At that shocking after, note. After two weeks of vacation by my my co-workers like here yeah After three weeks of vacation by my co-workers here uh i am proud to announce the following uh what the fuck history